Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and and climate neutral certified so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin glow from the inside out get 10% off your first order with code glow at oseamalibu.com that's o s e a malibu.com code glow late night ian lee on talk radio Back in, back in. Here we go, here we go, we got another one for you, dear listener. Ain't this game over yet? 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. This is The Late Night Alternative. My name is Ian Lee. Who's that girl? Uh, I'm Catherine Boyle. Hey, how you doing, Boyley? I'm all right. Someone was was cooking. It's too hot, man. I I swear to God, it's too hot. Someone was cooking a very, very nice Chinese uh, meal earlier on, and uh, we could smell it. It made um, uh, our pizzas that we'd got from Domino's smell a little bit ropey. But it's just coming in through the house, and I'm just, oh, man, alive, I could murder a Chinese meal right now. Succulent um, Chinese meal. Succulent Chinese meal. Two, two bits of business before we continue and introduce our guest. And, and mm-hmm. I say guest, I suspect we'll, we'll be sidetracked and, and pushed to the back of the room. But if you want to give us a call about anything, any, you know the deal, 0344. 499-1000. Boring bit of business. Sam, I don't think you've got Team Viewer open at your end. That's certainly what it's saying here. So I don't know if you can do anything and then I can jump in and I can see Funbox and stuff like that. Thank you very much indeed. And I'm mm-hmm. thrilled. We were supposed to have him last week and me and Kath were having a little bit of a wobble and um, he, he took it very kindly when we stood him down and I'm thrilled to have him back. Ladies and gentlemen, the, the, the inventor of this genre, it's only Mr. Robbie Vincent. Hey, Robbie, how you doing? Okay, I'm used to being uh, stood up. Don't worry about it. Oh, really? <laughs> I don't. I don't take it personally. Uh, I just. It's lovely to uh, rub vocal cords with uh, mega stars. You know, it's really <laughs> nice to be with you, Ian. Now, uh, listen, how Robbie, are you both? Let me. Oh, let well, me. Oh, you, oh, know, you do could, it. You do it. I'll shut up. Go on. What? No, look, I no, no, listen. <laughs> you, I, I I couldn't possibly take over the whole show, but I could. Uh, what What I like you to do is. Uh, <laughs> What we're going to do, we're going to up the ante and yes. the telephone number. So can somebody do the telephone number for me again, please? Yes, sir. It's 0344 
499-1000. Okay, I used to remember my numbers really well, but I can't remember yours. If you'd like to join in the conversation, uh, use that number. Uh, because you'll probably be a darn sight more fun. Uh, do you know what I've been thinking today? Here's something. Go on. Um, we, we, well, Scotland and Ireland and Wales are dealing with the this dreadful virus in different ways. And I'm talking about the positive side now, where uh, we're, we're, we're slightly becoming unlocked, and I walk around with chains on just to remind me. And I just got the feeling we might reach the stage where it will happen, you know, uh, county by county. So say, for instance, let's use two examples. Uh, Maybe Kent and uh, two together, Kent and Surrey. And you can do things in Kent that you can't do in Surrey. Uh, and listening to all the different decisions and the different times. And we're actually a fairly small United Kingdom. I mean, Wales is not massive. Northern Ireland's not massive. Even the UK is tiny on the, on the, uh, on the map. Yeah, they're all doing different things. I mean, I just wonder what the team think about that. And you know what also I was thinking about? I heard uh, about people who've been furlonged. And then somebody said, no, Robbie, furlongs, just because you watch uh, horse racing, doesn't mean everything's in furlongs. It's furloughed. Um, I heard a guy, and he was a skydiver. I thought, oh, gosh, this is going to be good. And what on earth does a skydiver do... And when he can't work. And I thought he was going to say something fantastic, you know, like uh, he was guarding our shores or something. You know what he does? Go on. He works for Amazon and absolutely oh, no. loves it. But hang on, is he, he's not jumping out of planes with the packages, is he? <laughs> he could do that, couldn't that he? That would be and, uh, good. And, uh, and I keep looking up, and that's the other thing, isn't it? Imagine having things delivered... Uh, by air, you know, your own personal little uh, aircraft. Uh, anyway, that's enough from me. Uh, Have you ever jumped out of an aeroplane, Robbie? Um, that's a really good question. The answer, I've done lots of things. Yeah. Um, no. No, good, good. It does not. I, I, I just don't get what the buzz of that is. Have you ever no. done it, Kath? You've not no, done I it, haven't. You're sensible. No, I don't fancy it. But my sister uh, turned 40 last month and my brother-in-law got in touch with us beforehand and said, would you like to put in for her big present? And I went, yeah, sure. What, what are you getting her? Skydive. Oh, Skydive. No. Does he not love just, her then? Well, I said, just to flag up to everyone else, this is not a fun present for me, so don't even think about it. <laughs> no. But apparently she's bang up for it. Absolute oh, nut job. And the skydive as well. That's incredible. <laughs> it doesn't appear. It's funny, Robbie, you mentioned about the different counties. Um, and by the way, it's so nice to hear your voice again, man. Th- thank you so much for, for coming on. We really appreciate it. But they were saying last week, weren't they? Because it was different rules in England and Wales. Yeah. Wales were saying, if you come over from England, now that England's allowed to move, uh, you know, for a, a day trip or a bit of exercise, you'll get arrested. Yes. So mm-hmm. it is. Everything is divided up. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah, and and there was a fantastic question uh, for uh, I, I thought it was actually going to be in the number ten briefing. Well, yawn, yawn, that has become. But um, this guy said, "Look, I live, I live, and I can't remember where he lives." But he said, "I live nearer to Scotland than I do to England. So should I go to Scotland or should I go to England?" And then another guy said, I live in England, but I work in Wales. Oh, God. <laughs> so it's all over the... How and we you... forget that. I mean, how these border you, towns. Uh, 
How have you found it, Robbie? Because I've had moments of... The first couple of weeks I hated it and I was thinking, this is the end of the world. Then I've kind of got into a groove and actually locked down for whatever it is now because it's changed so much. I've kind of quite enjoyed it because I don't really go out anywhere and uh, anyway and I, I can do the radio show from home and it sounds all right and I still see my kids and so uh, how have you found it? Um, now I've got a, bit, a little bit of honesty here. I must admit I do miss one thing badly. Uh-oh. My son's dog. Um, but apart from that, um, I think... Uh, I think everything, like you, is a sort of, you know what's going to happen, don't you? I don't mean that uh, just about the dog. I actually, you know, I'd, I'd like to see my, my, my son and his, yeah. his partner as well. Oh, I miss my uh, mum. That was terrible. a joke in case he gets the hump and he'll just be on the phone and getting cross with me. He can get cross. He's a very cantankerous girl. Um, but, but, but I do think what's going to change, going to be some big changes. A lot of people will uh, work from home. And a lot of the um, being stuck at home, like you saying, being boring, you don't go anywhere. But I yeah. just miss, I'd like to go to the theatre, the cinema, uh, an art gallery or, or, a, or a beautiful garden and all that sort of stuff. Um, but it hasn't been the end of the world. But then, if you've got a tiny yard you can sit in on your own, yes, there's a huge difference between that yeah. and flat life. And I think those, all those people who have uh, abided by the rules and live in a small accommodation, they should be knighted. Uh, yes. They should get medals because for them... Uh, this has been an utter nightmare. Whereas if you've got that little bit of space, which I'm lucky enough to have, I think it's completely different. I don't know if you agree. I uh, know, of, of course it does. And we, Catherine and I, we, we always address the fact that we're in a, an incredibly privileged position in that we're still working. Actually, we're saving money because we're not driving into well, London every single night. So speak to Rupert Murdoch, he'll sort you out. Um, and I've, I've got a nice house and I've got a bit of a garden and, and I, I share my kids with my ex-wife. And we're in a, yeah, if you're living in a one room, one bedroom flat or, or a tower block Tough. or whatever... It's a completely different experience. It is. It is. To what and I've been and, going through. And, yeah, and I think this should not be underestimated as well. And when you hear all these people bleating about, you know, about oh, why do people do this and why do people do that, I actually uh, get quite cross when people uh, deliberately flout the rules and make no effort whatsoever. But I have huge, huge sympathy for people who think they just can't even go out for a walk. It's not so bad now, it's improved. Uh, but I thought they showed real good spirit, and I think they should be rewarded, even if it's by us now just saying thank you very much, because they're the sort of people, you know, in the small accommodations who deserve our applause. Let's put this out there. Let's put this out there. We like to do this every now and then. We are sometimes, uh, Robbie, we ask people to phone up and speak dirty to us. Now, speaking dirty in uh, 2020 is slightly different from 2019. I don't want to hear about sexual exploits. I want people to phone up and tell us about when they were in crowded pubs, yeah. 
when they were in uh, when they were at concerts, when they were in small comedy venues, when they were sat on a crowded bus before all of this happened, and we were allowed to do that. So if you're listening and you just wanna you just wanna spend thirty seconds, sixty seconds describing something hot and sweaty um, with a lot of other people that we're not allowed to do anymore. Oh three four 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 nine nine. Uh, 1,000. Uh, Robbie, say hello to Bill. Hi, Bill. Robbie. How are you, Bill? Oh, I'm fantastic. What a pleasure it is to hear your voice. Yeah, it's a pleasure, Bill. I've been waiting 70 years to hear from you, and this is a real <laughs> yeah, moment. I, I first heard you in the early 70s, Robbie, on Radio London about this time of night. So what a, what a fantastic memory to hear your voice again after all these years. You heard what we were talking about just now. Um, uh, How's the lockdown affected you? How old are you? Tell me. This is something I don't normally ask men. Bill, how old are you? I'm 60, Robbie. You're 60? Yes. Um, how has this lockdown affected you? And this was a question that uh, Ian put to me. How's it affected you? Well, I live in a block of flats, Robbie, which is fairly quiet. So it's quite quiet here. Nothing much goes on. Go for my sort of daily walk around the block and uh, go to my weekly shop. But... Uh, I quite, I quite like the quiet life, Robbie. So uh, do you? So I mean, I don't don't take this in the wrong way. So you, you're quite happy with a fairly boring life. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or is that being unkind, Bill? And this is this is this is a conversation. I'm not being judgmental. Um, a, a happy, quiet, you know, walk round the block. Even if you weren't you locked down, you do that. Is that right? Exactly. Well, let me give yeah. you an example of you might say boring life was, but. I used to make the space between 12 and 2.30 every, every lunchtime during the 70s and 80s. Whatever I was doing, it was your show, Robbie. That was it. You were such a role model to me, and I'm not joking. Oh, it's very kind of you to say that. Isn't that nice, Ian? Do people ever say nice things like that to you? Not yet, Robbie, but I'm, I'm not as old as oh, well, you. I'll so... say it to you. Listen, <laughs> I'll say it to you. As one, of, as one of the founding fathers of phoning radio, uh, and I don't know whether I should be... Uh, put down or not for it i i just want to say i think you're brilliant and i'm really pleased you turned up tonight because you bring you you just it's a it's a it's just an experience and and i mean that with great sincerity bill you're brilliant oh it's lovely to talk to you deep respect Bill, the, 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 what have you been listening to during this lockdown? Because I'm a, I'm a huge radio geek, right? I love radio more than TV, more than anything. And I've had to completely change my listening habits because I, 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 we're talking about it tonight and that's fine. But I, I, I've been overwhelmed. And I know Kath has as well. We've been overwhelmed on the radio with the number of deaths and the number of people that are suffering. And, what you, you know, it's been quite intense. And I like a little bit of light relief. I like a little bit of entertainment. I like a laugh. I like I like a giggle. And there's not really been that much of that on the radio. So have you had to change your listening habits, Bill? Well, I listen, I'm a great fan of yours, Ian, and Kath. And I think the one skill that you, Robbie, and Kath share is you actually listen to the callers, where some radio hosts just um, try to be controversial for the sake of it. Yeah, oh, it took me a long time to get that. It took me a long time to get the listening. It took me a real long time to get... It's about. It's not about me. It's, it's, it's about listening. And I used to do the thing, Robbie, I'd come on and say something contentious for the sake of saying something contentious, because then you get a load of people phoning up and arguing with you. And it's fun, but it's easy. Um, and it was when I learned to shut up 
and listen that suddenly it all clicked that's the yes. job and i think i think uh, i bear in mind there wasn't much phone radio when i started and one of the things it was a learn a learning process and what you've just said was on the best possible lessons if you shut up uh, a few more things show respect and i genuinely showed respect to people like bill who want to join us and it's it's very easy uh uh, to take the Sir Michael and all the rest of it, and, and you need to show respect and listen. And the longer you shut up, the more interesting things become. That's that's been my experience. Bill, go on. Sorry. London days, one of your mottos was "phone up and you will be heard." Did I used to say that? Yes, you did. Yes. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> I think I think that was someone not very bright, Bill, who said that. <laughs> Bill, listen, it's nice to talk to you. Stay safe. It is nice. It's like, listen, that, that's, that's, that, was a, that was great. That was, was thank lovely, you for it? letting me speak to Bill. Now, if you're another Bill, um, we'd love to hear from you. I mean, you know, come on, share it. And these are dark times. Um, so let's not talk dark. Uh, let's try and uh, lift our spirits, if yeah. that uh, is. And if you feel like lifting our spirits, give us a call. And the number is... Catherine, your turn. 0344-499-1000. I love it. And what is great, we're going to go to a break in a second, but what is great is how quickly, Catherine, both mm -hmm. you and I have, um, have knelt before the master and have succumbed to the roles of being being the humble assistants. I love it. I, I know love my it. place. I know, What's I the know number again? Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand, sir. You're pushing this, it now. This is Talk Radio. <laughs> Talk Radio. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to monday.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. I tell you what's amazing, uh, Robbie, is how easy it is to do this job from home. 
Now, I'm in my house, Kath's in hers, I'm guessing you're in yours. We've got Sam, who's, you know, uh, whose life is expendable, it would seem, who's, you know, kind of <laughs> holding it all together with, with string and, and sticky tape. Um, yeah. But, even, in, fact, in fact, not even three years ago, this wasn't possible. Three years ago, me and Catherine took the show to New York for a week. And we had to take these massive, these two huge um, <laughs> solid suitcases full of equipment with us. Do you remember, Kath, the trouble we had getting those bloody things around? Yeah, I do. And I do remember you doing a little bit of DIY in the uh, the hotel <laughs> the hotel, trying to get all the stuff oh, to plug in properly. I had to take, had to take the internet socket apart. But now, I'm, I'm assuming, um, uh, Robbie, you've just got a laptop and a microphone or something, have you? Um, I, I actually uh, have treated myself to a new computer. My computer was so old, uh, it was still showing black and white movies. And wow. I mean it, Gosh. it was seriously old and I can't chuck it out. So I treated myself to, and I'm told it's called Windows 10. Uh, so I've actually got a computer in front of me and a microphone. And I have to tell you, this is in, I did my Jazz FM show from home, from the attic. Yeah. But for you, I've moved down to the bedroom. Uh, luxury, a real, real luxury bedroom. But you're right. And uh, in the Radio One days, we used to do uh, outside broadcasts, as they were called in those days. And uh, I can hear you. We used to have huge vans and huge mm. teams of people. Um, I mean, like more than seven. Uh, to do an outside broadcast. One of the things I used to do was young farmers who were a feisty lot. I used to enjoy that a lot, actually. Um, you used to do but, young farmers? What's, what's, mm, what kind of confession no, not, is this? Not, no, I didn't do young farmers, but right. we... Did young Part farmers. of Radio 1's... Uh, uh, it had a speech bit, and with a journalistic background, I got to do a lot of these. And one of the things, of course, is young farmers, not just farmers... Young farmers. Yes, sir. Uh, and, of course, they had a lot to say. I mean, uh, think about the farming community now. Uh, they are the one group of people who uh, don't have to be miles apart from each other, and how can they be looking after the farms? But with young farmers, of course, uh, they have particular problems because of the isolation and finding partners and all the rest of it. Um, so uh, young farms are interesting people to uh, speak with, I have to say. It was quite, it was quite challenging for a, a young a Radio 1 person like me at the time. Um Robbie, say hello to Susan in Exeter. Oh, hello. S hello, Susan. Yeah, I'm from Essex. I'm well, oh, are you? I live well, in that's near Exeter. London, yeah. really. But Some no. of the letters are the same. I you is because I, I used to listen to you with my aunt in London. She told me about it. I was only a teenager, about 15, and I, sent, um, I told you um, a poem about David Cassidy because I was a fan of David Cassidy. <laughs> it was years ago. I mean, obviously Do you remember ago. it, Robbie? Do you know I do? Do you really? uh, Shut up. Yeah, do I no, I do. I do. I and and um, <laughs> now, are you in Exeter or Essex? Essex, Essex. Essex, yeah, they yeah. both got E's in them. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so they're North, very similar. I from Walthamstow. I lived in London then. I was still oh, at did school you? when I phoned you, yeah. Um, can, can, you remember the, can you remember the poem? I can remember a bit of it. Um, oh, I can just remember it now. Um, you're not an idol, David. You're the best of them all. I sit and gaze and look at you on the bedroom wall. I, I can't remember all the other bits because I was great. only young. Because I had all these pictures in where I used to live in the flats on my um, in the cupboard door, and I used to yeah. see him. Yeah, there. I mean that was a 
I don't. I, do do people still do that? Do you think have uh, pictures of know, their? Because I was only, as I say, quite a young. How yeah, how young were you to be a David Cassidy? About fifteen, I was fourteen. Fifteen. When Good I found you, me. I was only young. I was still at school. Yeah, but I mean, for a, a David Cassidy fan, fifteen would make you old. I would have thought you would be one of the more, more mature old. David Cassidy fans. Yeah. that's lovely. That's that. I, I mean, that's. I remember your music. You know the theme music. It was an unusual theme music that you used to have on your show. What did it sound like? A snake. It went do 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 do. It had a funny sort of um, up and down. Because there was there was there was do 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 do, and then there was. I I get asked so much about the yeah. snake one, uh, but but can, can you hum it to me again? I'll tell you which one it was. I couldn't tell you, but if I heard it now, I would know what it was. Oh, did he go dun 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 dun? Oh, I can't. no. It had more of a high and low tune, if you know what I mean. The high and low tune. Oh. I'm not a very good singer. But Go on, do it again. Go on. Please. Sort of up and down. Bum, 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 bum. I think it is. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah, yeah. A David Cassidy fan. That's brilliant. I know. Absolutely I'm, I'm, brilliant. I wrote this poem and I wanted to tell. I wanted to tell. Here we, hang on, Susan. Hang on, Susan. Look, this is for you, Susan. Funny little clown. See the puppet on a string. Wind him up, he'll sing. Give him candy and he'll dance. I love a bit of David Cassidy suit. I've seen I've seen David Cassidy in concert that, a couple of times. Was that David Cassidy? Yeah, it's yeah, David Cassidy. I it was Donny Osmond or David Cassidy, and I was his fan. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> lovely bit you know, it's, it's, it's lovely to hear from you. Yes, Thank you very much you. for taking the well, trouble to call. I always enjoyed the programmes. So we used to stay up late then. And um, I always Naughty girl. Program. What time did you stay up to? That would <laughs> well, be after I 10 o'clock. I used to stay around my aunt because my parents worked. So I okay. used to go around in the holidays, you know, it was my dad's sister. And um, my aunt used to sit up, you know, listen to the radio, and I used to listen as well, so... <laughs> Good. There's, yeah, nothing like a, there's, nothing like, there's nothing like something on the wireless, is there? No, I, I, I enjoy it all these programs Good. very much. Thank you ever so much for Thank calling you, us. Susan. I really appreciate Yeah, Take and uh, and David Cassidy will appreciate it as well. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We get old people phoning us up and we get young people phoning us up. Good evening, Thomas. Hi, Ian. Hey, Hi, Thomas, Ian. how you doing? Uh, how you doing, Thomas? You good? Yeah. Say hello to my friend, Robbie. Rob, radio stations. Say that again, my friend. What did you say? Thanks for the advice about lis uh, listening to different radio stations. Did it help? Pardon? Did it? It's not the greatest line for some reason. Did it help? The, 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 let me just explain to Robbie. I've got my friend Robbie Vincent here who kind of invented all of this, this nonsense. Um, Thomas phoned in, Robbie, and he was just getting a little bit... And he's a young lad, as you can tell. He was just getting a little bit anxious, a little bit worried about all of the news that was coming out, and it was okay. kind of getting him down a little bit. And I suggested... Instead of listening to talk radio or LBC or, you know, kind of where it's, it's constantly talking about what's going on in the world, maybe yep. listen to a bit of Radio 4. Maybe listen yep. to a little bit of Radio 4 Extra where there's still people talking. Um, yep. But How old it's... is he? How old are you, son? Uh, I'm 12. 12? Yeah. Oh, I used to love being 12. Do you know that? 
And I used to love being 12 because I used to go to school and I used to hate school. And, I love uh, school. You love school? Yeah, I love it. You do, well, you see, you see, you've got to understand, schools have changed. When I went to school, it was all the cane and do this and do that, and you don't have the creative and interesting teachers, not so many as you, you have now. It's a more challenging thing to be a teacher. Would you like to be a teacher? No. No? No, I, I, would... enjoy, I enjoy learning new things. You enjoy what? Lemonade? Learning new things. Learning new things, you see? Now, why do you think you like learning new things? Because mm. mm. there's lots of 12-year-olds, you know, who don't want to learn new things. To give oh. myself new opportunities. thing that makes new you different. Get more opportunities. Here's the thing I was saying to someone the other day, Thomas. When I was when I was a young man, your age and a little bit older, I didn't really care about school. And I look back now and just think, my God, all that information those people were prepared to give me, and I wasn't ready for it. And yeah. um, and I'm kind of thinking now about possibly going back to college and maybe doing a, a, another degree or doing a course or doing something. Because now at 46, nearly 47, now I want to learn. 12, 13, 14, 15, I was a cocky young so-and-so and I thought I knew it all and now I'm just, teach me, teach me, you know, I want to learn stuff. So to have that at 12 is quite remarkable. I guess it runs in the family because my, my, parent, my parents are extremely clever people. Mm. And ah. Grandparents. Maybe yeah. that's why, that's, perhaps that's why you want to... Uh, look at new things and different things. Do you think? Do you think your parents are encouraging you to do that? Maybe he doesn't know the word encourage. Do you think? Do, do you <laughs> I think? Don't know the word encourage. <laughs> you tell oh, him, Thomas. Good. Don't take any back chat from Robbie Vincent. <laughs> but he disappeared. I was very worried. Do you Thomas, think it's listen. because you? Hang on a minute. I'm not, I, I oh, want, I'm want to hear. I want to hear what he wants us. Um, do you think it's? possibly your mum and dad's encouragement that make you want to go and look at and listen to different things? Partially. It's just my own determination to be the best of myself. Imagine you're really old, Thomas, like me, or, or Catherine, or... or very uh, old like me. Yeah, let's not get carried away with it. But what, <laughs> what, where, where do you think you, where would you like, this is an impossible question but I'm going to ask it anyway because they're the fun ones. Where do you think you'd like to be in 30, 35 years' time? I don't really mind as long as I'm happy. This kid's got it all, man. This is like we're talking to a young Buddha. This is super zen. <laughs> Thomas, it's nice to talk to you. Take care. We Thank got a bit you, worried Thomas. yesterday when you disappeared so suddenly. It's nice to hear you. 0344 499 1000. Well, let's... Okay. Uh, Robbie, say hello to George. George. Rainbow George. Wondering Rainbow George nowadays. How are you, Robbie? Rainbow George. How are George, you? you must be 200 years old, for goodness sake. <laughs> no, 79 years, uh, 7 months and 8 days. 
Okay. Um, dear listener, you, you, uh, those of you are not aware, uh, this is a man that was a legend in his own lunchtime. Um, if I remember, he stood as a member of a member of parliament every other week. Um, was a regular caller, um, and um, I, I'm trying to think of another word other than. Did you did you get your knighthood or not? No, no. But I was standing for Captain Rainbow's Universal Party, and it's being resurrected in its own way, and it's really. Yeah, it's really lovely to talk to you, Robbie. When when did you start? What 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 year did you start broadcasting? Oh, I can't remember that far back. What year did I? <laughs> okay, what year? <laughs> it was before radio was invented, wasn't it? I think. No, George. Um, well, I, yes, I can remember the around about the time of the three-day week, which is which was a crisis period. Um, when uh, there was, if George, you would remember this, where we were encouraged to go and share showers and bars with people living next door to save power. Yeah, uh, I, and I the, can't remember what, what year it was. It was, it was in the 80s, was it? Or I, I can't remember. But whenever that was, uh, it would have been around about then. And that, in its way, certainly not a crisis as we've got now, but... Uh, they were difficult times. They were, All I, the lights still, going off. I still remember a, a, a 1985 call that I had with you. It, it was on uh, July the 10th. It was my mother's 70th birthday, and I, I'd been planning big things to happen on, on that day. And none of the big things I, I, I'd been trying to make happen got anywhere near to happening but uh, they they sunk the Greenpeace ship the Rainbow Warrior that day and, and you weren't talking about it and I phoned in and got you Still talking angry. about it yeah that was in New Zealand yes yeah and yeah. It, it was, that like was me, that... me going down with the Rainbow Warrior yes, on that yeah. day and four days later, I'd, I'd been trying to book Wembley Stadium because I was going to celebrate a, oh, a, a, everything that would have Your mum's birthday, yeah, yeah, I know. George, I, l listen, this, this, this is a treasured call for me. Uh, I'm pleased to hear you're still around. Did you still live in Hampstead? Highgate nowadays. Highgate, oh, oh, oh. Uh, it's it's an absolute pleasure to hear from you, and may may you continue to haunt phone-in presenters for well, as long as you carry on, George. It's great to hear George, from you. Thank, thank you, you very, very much, much indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine. Uh, 1,000 is the phone number. We were kind of joking, Robbie, um, <clears throat> about you inventing this, but you did in this country, didn't you, this kind of, this kind of radio? Well, yeah, well, I don't like to say that because there'll always be somebody else who said, no, I invented it. Um, but the truth of it is that the three-day week came along, uh, television switched off at uh, 10 o'clock from memory, and um, at, at Radio London, no one was listening to the station anyway, and I said, well, look, why don't we have, uh, why don't we have a, a, a phone-in show? Um, because I'd heard phone-in radio from America, mm. uh, where I'd been going, as you know, for, for, for ages. It was just like, uh, 
every other programme or every other station at one point. It was such big news. Um, and I couldn't see any reason why it shouldn't be the case over here. But the, the, there were problems. And one of the major, major problems was our telephone system coping with it. And during the crisis programme, which I did, which was with the three-day week, um, and I think I mentioned it to you before, Ian, and it is true that there was this ho whole subculture where the, po the phone system, the, the programs were so popular, the phone mm. systems couldn't cope. So you'd have all these people on cross lines having their own radio show and chatting mm. to each other. And they actually formed uh, a Radio London cross line club. And that will ring bells with a few, I can tell you. Um, so there were a lot of uh, early problems and of course um, telephone talk has progressed out of all recognition since then and the great thing about it was you could make all the mistakes that you make in the early days yeah. so again it was a uh, was a, was a learning thing but that's where it all started in a crisis period no I, telly um, I miss and the cross I miss cross lines I used to love I, I used to love getting a cross line as a kid where you'd hear <laughs> A couple of I used to pretend I was someone else. Yeah, cats yeah. yes. a little bit younger than us, a little bit. Do you, were you, were you, did you ever have cross lines, Kath, or did you kind of miss that? It was sort of an was, early 80s thing, I think. Yeah, I mean, I, I heard about it. It was a thing, but I, I didn't get to use the phone very much, <laughs> to be honest. It was like one phone in the hallway that yeah, was kind yeah. of, you had to ask permission to use I, no, I don't think I ever experienced a cross line, but I knew that existed. Oh, yeah. it was a, it was a big deal. My, I remember my mum going to make a phone call one evening, and she then she said to me and my sister, "Joe, Ian, quick, come quick and listen. I've got a cross line." And we spent the te next ten minutes just listening in on someone's conversation <laughs> until one of us laughed, and someone on the phone went, "Is there somebody there?" And then they um, we hung up. But that you, that was like an evening's entertainment was having a cross line. <laughs> yeah, but line. It, I, Ian, there's something even funnier. Go on. Um, well, because I got, got interested in communications, um, CB radio came along. Oh, yes. And, and I wonder what on earth it was. It, is, was, it, it was extraordinary how gullible people were. And some of, um, uh, some of the strokes I pulled, and I just sat there and, in complete disbelief that anybody could believe this nonsense, all sorts of strange things being suggested. And of course, then I realized that um, Americans were used to a, a, a TV team asking a question on a street in New York or San Francisco, or Los Angeles, you just answered it, you know. Mm. Um, but of course, over here, uh, because of the way government ran the system, it was like some magic potion. So CB radio, to somebody who was just getting used to it, was a form of broadcasting, wasn't it? A form yeah, of contact, yeah. which, of course, in this country, we were very, very late in doing. I don't know, well, you're fairly young, but I think you probably appreciate we were quite late yeah. uh, in catching up, in being able to communicate with each other using radio, CB radio, or telephone talk. 0344 uh, 499-1000 is the telephone number. Let's take a quick break, if that's okay with you, Sam. He's typing on the screen. And then we've got Jerry, and then we've got Alistair. And we could have you, dear listener. Uh, this is Ian Lee, Catherine Boyle, and Robbie Vincent, uh, live on Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. How was... Um 
Jazz FM the other day. You did? Uh, did you do VE Day? Did I read? Uh, yes. Uh, and it goes all right. Um, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely fantastic. It, yeah. it 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 was just wonderful. Uh, I enjoyed it a lot, and we're doing it again next Monday as well. Oh, uh, and I was, and um, what a lot of people don't know is I didn't know I was going to do a second program, but uh, they asked me to do it on, on, on air. Uh, you know, you get people talking in your ear, Ian, and dear yeah. listener, if I can share this with you, um, for some people it's a complete bane, you know, it dries your potty. People saying, Oh, do this, say this, ask this, do that. And, um, of course, uh, after a few gruff words, uh, they stopped doing it. But it does drive you mad. And yeah. I was just thinking about the young farmer thing. I, I remember saying to somebody who kept giving me questions to ask, I said, and we were recording it, I said, you ask me that one more time, you give me a question to ask and I'm going home. And it shut her up. It really worked really well. Now, what I was I talking about? I've forgotten now. Um, it doesn't matter. Uh, I can't do it on t on TV. I can have people talking in my ear because I can kind of separate my brain. But on radio, I can't. And I have to. Sam, well, Kath sits in the studio with me, but Sam types on the screen. I can just about cope with that. But a voice in the ear, it, while I'm doing radio, it just throws me off kilter. Were you? Um, when I when I first started in this industry, Robbie, I was um, I was an idiot to be honest, and I was I was difficult to work with, and it, it it came from insecurity. It came because I was constant. They call it imposter syndrome. I was constantly waiting for the tap on the shoulder in TV and radio from someone saying, "We've made a terrible mistake. You obviously haven't got a clue what you're doing, so we're going to let you go. This is the person we meant to hire." And because I was so scared of that, I used to, I, I was not a great person to work with. I was difficult. Let's let's put it politely. I was difficult. I think I I, I hope and I've I've worked at it over the past you know ten fifteen years or so. I know I'm a lot better to work with. Would you ever say that you were difficult at any point? Uh, everybody says I was terribly difficult. Do you agree with them? Mm, well, I think there's a difficult. I think there's a difference between. Uh, this is quite deep, by the way. I think there's a difference between uh, in a work environment. There's a difference between being difficult and not tolerating fools gladly. Yes, there is. Um, and I think that's what it was because if 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 in the job you do, it doesn't matter what it is, any job. Uh, whether you're driving a train with great pride and you want to get in on time and you want to do the job properly or whether it's your responsibility of making sure that the area of a big city is uh, cleaned well or swept well or whatever it is. Um, the one thing you don't want is uh, somebody who doesn't have that same standard as you have. Mm. So then you become uh, what they call a difficult person. But you ain't a difficult person. You just don't tolerate fools gladly. You want, it done, you want the job done to the, to the best of everyone's abilities. Yeah, and anybody listening now, uh, whatever they do, whatever their job, uh, they would probably be the same. Not all of them, uh, but a lot of people would be the same. You know, yeah. they would want it yeah. done in the way they wanted it done. And that's not an unreasonable thing to ask, is it? No, no. Um, I was just thinking then, uh, your voice hasn't changed at all. It, and this is the, the the magic of radio, right? On TV, if you don't see someone for five or ten years, wh whoever it is, man or woman, they come on, you go, oh, and he put on a bit of, oh god, she's looking old, isn't she? But <laughs> but on radio, that and we're all like that, you know. However lovely we like to think we are, oh, she's she's uh, she wants to get those roots done. But on radio, you don't get any of that. And, and, and you on radio, you look Robbie exactly as you did 
35 years ago. Yeah, I and mean, you it's, sound it's, the sorry. same. Go on, yeah, you, yeah, say, yeah. you sound the same. Yeah, but I mean, it's the good face for radio, isn't yes. it? You know, yes, yes. Uh, Steve Wright said that. I also remember Steve Wright saying that. He said, I've got a great face for radio. And I <laughs> thought that was really, really rather witty. Um, Robbie, say well, hello to Jerry. Any, uh, what, sorry? We've got some. We've got some calls. Say hello no, to no, Jerry. No, no, no. No, have you noticed there's been nothing about sport? And I'm delighted. Oh, oh God. You could talk greyhound racing, but nothing else. Me and Catherine are not big sport fans. Now, that's, um, I think that's admirable. Yes. God, it's so boring. Uh, Jerry, you're through to Robbie. Oh, hi, Ian. Hi, Kath. Uh, hi, Sir, Sir Robbie. And what a pleasure it is. And, and uh, as I was um, listening to you about 45 years ago, maybe a bit more, it just evokes so many things. Can I just play something which evokes memory for me and a lot of listeners and probably for you? Just one second. Go on. Uh, here we go. Do you remember that? Um, that? It sounded like a... a... Ah, uh, no, that was Led Zeppelin's only number one hit, I think that sounded like. Say that again? Sorry, I, was, I put the phone next to the speaker. <laughs> yeah, it, it, can you hum it to me? the <laughs> Fire. The Earth, Wind and Fire song that you used to play. Was that Earth, Wind and Fire? That was oh, Earth, gosh. Fire. God, that yeah, sounded, I'm going to be honest, that sounded bloody awful. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which which uh, Earth, Wind and Fire track was that? Um, I don't, I don't, uh, it was the end of... It's on That's the Way of the World. That's the, the way... Of, okay. Oh, is that? Yeah. 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 Ramsey yeah. Lewis did a great version of that. Was that what it was? Wow. He did... Uh, I yeah. don't have that version. That was obviously a remix. No. Huh? Because it sounded like a remix. It was like an intermission. It was an intermission uh, song we used to play. Oh, was it? Between uh, yeah. Okay, come on. Apart from the, apart from a strangulated Earth, Wind and Fire uh, track, <laughs> uh, sorry, didn't I want to know. Tell me what was one of your favourite calls you've ever heard on a phone-in show? Oh. um... Gosh, probably, probably lately it's it's got to be uh, Barry. And we have a regular caller, um, Robbie Barry from Watford, who's a very old gentleman, and he's he's phoned, yeah. he's been phoning in almost every night to try and keep people's spirits up during oh, this very great. tense time. So Barry's done yeah. some good calls. Yeah, okay, he's entertaining in in sometimes, you know, when he's not. Sometimes uh, I'll let him know. Sometimes, Jerry, nice yeah. to talk to you, mate. Thank you very much, Jerry. Thank move, you very much. Good I want to move to Lynn. Hello, Lynn. You're through to Robbie Vincent. Catherine and oh, I are hi. here as well, but um, we'll we'll just sit this one out. I'm keeping his hips. <laughs> oh, lovely. Thank you so much. Well, I just wanted to say hi, and um, I wanted to connect with Robbie because Robbie, I've listened to you for forty something years. Um, I'm 57 now, actually, and I used wow. to always listen to you on Radio London, and you're absolutely addicted to your show. But I'm a huge soldier funk fan and have been. And first of all, thank you for introducing me to so many awesome tunes over the years. It's been absolutely spectacular. Um, seeing you live. 
everything it takes to etc and uh, wanted to say that um so one appreciation for that and secondly your show um on jazz fm we absolutely loved it there was a massive countdown i'm on a whatsapp group actually which has about 100 people that are all massively into soul and we share music and gigs and what have you and we were on a countdown to your show yeah, on Monday, it's going to be... Yeah, the, the, the show this Monday, um, I'm very proud at, pr- proud at, proud of. Uh, just finished putting it together. Um, tell me, g- give me, uh, uh, from from the music bit, what, what would be your two or three favourite tracks? Well, you know, you opened with, with it, Bobby Womack, How Could You Break My Heart? Brother Bobby, yeah. But Bobby okay. Womack, Wilton Felder, Teddy Pendergrass, you know, Frankie okay. Beverly. Um, right. You know, it goes. Okay, of May of uh, <clears throat> Frankie Beverly of Mays. I mean, what would you? What would be your number one Mays track? Apart from Joy um, and Pain, which is obviously like no, a signature that's not tune. My yeah, I know okay. it's a good signature, isn't it? I think you know the slow one would be We All One because yes. that's a, you know a really beautiful song. Um, well, <clears> before <throat> I let go me. to dance to. Okay. Well, on um, Monday, I, I'm going to have to put a health warning in because I know there'll be more mature people like you listening, uh, but there might be young people in the room as well uh, who will wonder what on earth you are doing when you leap to your feet and dance. Uh, so I will make sure, having spoken to you, I promise, I will remind people, younger people, not to get alarmed uh, if all of a sudden... <laughs> There is a track that wakens up retired dancing feet. And it's lovely to talk to you. Thank you. Thank you, Thank Lynn. 0344. Uh, by the way, dear listener, Ian, Ian is here, and there seems to be other people in the studio as well um, who would like to speak to you. So don't be shy. Give him a call. <laughs> And in a female voice, I'm now going to hit the um, uh, uh, female. Uh, what was yeah, female voice number. Can you do it, please? The number to call is. Oh, I think it's me. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. You're lucky. Uh, you can you get top uh, to no, F now? I'm going to go to the slow one. Can I have that uh, number, please? A bit more slowly in a, oh, a, a female vo- voice. Go. Oh, three, four. Four. Robbie doesn't want his testicles. Four, nine. <laughs> nine. <laughs> One thousand. Oh, Very good. Oh, uh, great. great. When is, we're not really supposed to do this, but I don't care. When, when exactly is your show on Jazz FM and when, uh, so people can have a little listen? Oh, when is oh, it? <clears throat> it's, um, it's a bit like a book, isn't it? That's the other thing. I used to love doing an interview with somebody who'd written a book and never mention it. It was a yeah. real challenge. Yeah, yeah. And there used to be some really smart asses. And they, what they did is, when they came in to do the interview, and I knew what they were up to, they would, they would see how many times that they yeah. could mention the name of the book. Yeah. Now, to be serious, I would obviously give an author a credit for a, for, for a great book. Uh, but just some of them were hilarious. It was really, really very, very funny. And I used to read the books. And this used to freak these people because I actually used to yeah. read the books. And one guy, and I'm desperately trying to remember the name, but anyway, one author said, he said, you've read the book. I said, of course I've read the 
talk. What do you mean you've read that? I said, and he said, well, well, well he said, I, I don't think we should go on any further. He said, because you'll give the story away. Anyway, my show is on Jazz FM. It's at 10 o'clock on Bank Holiday Monday. Uh, and in the morning. if you have retired dancing feet, I want to uh, get them dancing again. It's 10 o'clock in the morning. 10 o'clock in the morning. I know you'll be asleep, but don't oh, worry God. about it. Yeah. Well, you mentioned... Uh, you we, mentioned... Have, we now have recording methods. Or oh, no, listen again. No, listen again. Not recording, listen again. Sorry. Oh, you said you mentioned the book thing. I, I, I do that. If we get someone... We, we don't get people in very often that are plugging stuff. We just get people on that we like. Um, and if they happen to be plugging something, that's beautiful. But I've yes. always made a point of reading the book or seeing the film or listening yes, to the album yes. it just seems Respect. polite <laughs> yes. it just but, seems but, polite. but you have to but ian you would know as well as i do that the these authors would yeah. have actually been interviewed by people who a didn't know who they were oh of course b hadn't read the book c wouldn't have understood the book if they read it yeah uh, and it's a bit like the thing it used to drive musicians potty and particularly writers and i'm very very interested in writers and a classic question from an idiot broadcaster and they still do it is how do you write a song or how did you write that Oh, yeah. I mean, what yeah. a stupid question to ask. But I still do it. The question that um, it used to be, well, what what comes first? Do the music or the words? Come on then, do some... <laughs> get, get, go on, here's a challenge for you. What about some idiot broadcast oh, questions? The, the I'll give you one. No, I'm go going on. to interrupt you. Of course you are. Well, I, 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 I used to do a, a, a programme with um, uh, a radio station in San Francisco and in new york as well and i used to lead the show it was like three or four o'clock in the morning and we were we actually did this topic and uh, a guy rang from san francisco and he said uh, and they did it via the station and uh please forgive me it was w something um and he said i was in a plane crash i said yeah he said yeah i was in a plane crash and in America, news crews often got to the scene of a news uh, scene of a plane crash before the plane had actually crashed. Wow. It was quite extraordinary. They'd have helicopters in the sky, and it was true. They got there so fast, and he more. This guy had more or less just crawled out of a plane crash, and there was more than two or three people in this plane. It wasn't a, a an airline; it was a small aircraft. And he more and he was still in shock and covered in debris. And this local reporter turns up from the TV station and said, "How do you feel?" <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> and Let's, give the guy on. credit. I mean, he didn't call me just after the crash. He called me sometime afterwards, and he was really quite funny about it. That's How do you line. feel? Let's let's take one more call um, um, before nurse comes to put you to bed, Robbie. Let's go to Alistair. Good evening, Alistair. Good evening, Ian, Catherine, and Robbie. A pleasure to uh, speak to you, sir. Greetings um, and salutations and poo 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 doo and how do you do? Yeah, Rufus um, Thomas had a radio show in New Orleans, I think. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I love this so much. Sorry. This is my favourite hour I've done. Go on, Alistair. 
Um, so, Robbie, I, to be honest, I've, I've not heard heard you a lot over the years because opposite to Ian, my problem is I watch too much television. But I do recognise your voice, and I was because of your experience. I was wondering, what do you think of the state of speech radio today generally? Because this is the only station I listen to. I've tried listening to others. Are there but others, then? Apparently there's there's a couple. Are there? I I don't know what they're called. I missed you. What was your first name again? Tell me your name. Alistair. Alistair, yeah, Alistair. Alistair, are there other? You confuse me now, and I'm still quite sharp for my age. Are there other stations? Talk to, is, are there? In which country do you listen to them from? Are these talk stations in Berlin? Or, you know, <laughs> Afghanistan, where are these talk stations? Well, apparently no, there's one in London. There's, there's one in London yeah. that's still going. Um, Is I've there? Got, I've, got, I've been sacked what, the London them, Brick so. Company? That's it, the London Brick Company. <laughs> what do you reckon? Because I, I love that uh, speech come on, radio. Let, let, uh, no, Alistair, can I apologise to yeah. Alistair? I'm teasing you a little bit, Alistair. Yeah, um, you recognise my voice. Do you travel by train? Well, I have Alistair? done before, but not. Yes, I do sometimes. Because I do quite a few of the announcements on the train stations. That's probably why you recognise me, rather than uh, for listening to the radio or stuff like that. But anyway, what we I forgot. My Jesus, question answer was the you question, asked. Robbie. Please answer the question. What do you think of the state of speech radio? We're still late for the news because of you. Well, it's it's moved in a very different direction to as it was when I did um, phone radio, and I think it's improved. Um, It's a lot more. The London Brick Company, for instance, it's very structured, very professional, um, and makes very good use of telephone contribution. Uh, But it is not what went on in the early days. And I no. think there is still a huge market for it a bit more to be unstructured, you know? And particularly at yeah. night, you know, when you never know what's going to happen next, Alistair. I mean, what made you listen tonight? Well, I always listen to this because... Uh, well, there you go. That They helped me with me... Well, they helped me get to AA, uh, but that's another story. You need Alistair. a friend. Alistair, you need it's a nice friend. to talk to you. It is nice to talk to you, and He's thank you very much indeed, Alistair. I like Alistair a lot. Um, you're right. I'm I, I'm, 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 no, you are getting chucked off. Yes, we're so late for the news. This is awful. But it's not. But but I think you're right. I, 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 this show is a car crash, not just because you're on. But I mean, generally, when me and Kath are doing it, and you know, it's kind of 50-50 between us, it's a mess, and it's it goes wrong sometimes, and you hear the working out, and you know, technical stuff goes wrong. And I love it. I love it. I don't want it. I I couldn't do slick. And I don't want it to be slick. And I don't want it to be in the first hour. We're talking about coronavirus. And in the second hour, what do you think of Boris Johnson? I want it to be, me and Kath have talked about this so much. We just want it to be like a conversation. Like it's been tonight. Like it's been tonight. We didn't didn't talk to you before you came on about what you were going to say or any of that. We just got you on because we knew we'd have a laugh for an hour. And that's it. Yes. Yes. 
I go agree, to bed, Robbie yeah. Vincent. Go to bed. <laughs> um, so lovely to have you on. Um, at Robbie Vincent on Twitter. And it's, it's, is it this coming Monday? I'm so confused with the days. <clears throat> yeah, is it this coming Monday? Got, it's a, yeah, it is confusing. Uh, Monday is a bank holiday. Right. Um, so it's bank holiday Monday uh, uh, on Jazz 10 a.m. on Jazz FM. And thank you for inviting me on, nice you two. It's mate. nice to be with you. And I'm... Uh, nice I hope you enjoyed the hour. Oh, we, we love it, Robbie. You're, honestly, thank you so much. And thanks again for your understanding last week, mate. Stay okay, safe. Peace and peace and anytime love. you want to come on, we'll speak to you soon. Take care. Okay, peace and thanks, love. Bye-bye. Peace and love. There we go. Right. 0344-499-1000 is the phone number. Um, we should probably do the newscast, do you reckon? And we're only three minutes it late. Might be best, yeah. Let's have let's a go. Do. This is Talk Radio. Talk Radio.